0: Episode 177, Connecting Beyond Agreement in Relationships.
1: Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified light weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be
0: a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. I'm really happy to have you here today. And I'm really excited to dive into this topic I feel like in life, I get lots of opportunities to connect and it always brings me back to the most important thing in my life. And that is being connected with those I love, understanding how to be connected to them when a lot of people I love see a lot different than I do and giving people grace and affording them the opportunity to think the way they want to, allowing them to think the way they want to, and still offering them love genuinely because I love who they are. Not necessarily for what they think or what they do, but for who they are. And we will dive into that a lot today. But the funnest part is that when this comes out, since I'm pre-recording this, um, I will be with a lot of our Elevate girls and new girls that are coming to our retreat to get to know. And I love this part of it. Um, When I often think about, you know, why do I spend the time really sharing my passion with the world and sharing what I love so much? in way of health and connection. And, um, like what we'll be talking about at the retreat, (laughs) one of the things is just all the ways that we can really have this wholeness and this wellness and the vitality. And one of them really is our social and our connection. And that it matters so much to me because it's actually the reason why I got into coming back into this field of health again, because, um, I've shared this experience, but it was the connection that I was lacking with some of my family members that really mattered to me, that I was seeing things um, in a way that I will will share that was probably very one-sided. One thing was right. (laughs) And I've opened up my mind so much more and I have a bigger perspective and it's been so freeing and brought so much peace that I want to share all these things with you. And I'd like to share all of this and I mean, it's a way of the way we think, it's the way we feel, but in whatever, if it's relationships for you, if it's, if it's how you have this relationship with food, any of that can be applicable. But for me today, we are really going to dive into the social part and the connection with others and what we make that mean. So plug in whatever the connection thing is, it's, we always think it's the issue that we're debating, but mostly it's being seen and being heard of what our opinion is. We want we want someone to see and hear us. And so we're like, we need to be right. We need to convince them that we're right because they'll see us and they'll hear us. But that's not a way to be seen and heard. I mean, I guess it is one way. But I want to give you another option for this. So if you are going to miss the retreat, if, unless you're on the retreat and you heard this later, I know you're probably bummed because it's so amazing. I've done a lot of food prep. So we'll be eating such good food and we'll be experiencing what it's like to move our bodies. And then... Restoring our bodies through yoga and stretching, and then we'll be connecting with other like minded women. I'm so excited. If you missed out, though, don't worry because we have another one October 6th and 7th. So you can come to Colorado Springs. It'll be a little different, but it will still have the same feel and it'll be amazing. So you can get on my website at camibanks.com and check it out. So let's dive into this topic. I want to share with you, like I've said a lot in different other podcasts, that I'd love to hear. Like I listen to podcasts, I listen to books and all these things. And I love feeling my brain with all these things. And then it's like, it goes into my brain with my perspective. And then it spits out my my perspective on this and my, how I see things. And so, um, today, as like I share with you these ideas, is what I've learned from my life coach certification at the Life Coaching School. It's from the book that we're studying that will be coming out for um, September. It's called Good Inside from Becky Kennedy, and also another book um, from John A. Keth your new playlist and I listen to their podcast and so you can get on and hear all that. So this is just kind of like taking their perspective, mine and putting it all together for you and sharing it with you. But I always like to hear like good references or like other things to listen to because as you'll hear, as we get to hear their opinion, know what our opinion is and decide if we want to take a new idea, mix it in the mix with ours and then spit out another new idea from that. So I want you to listen to these things. I want you to hear them and then decide how is this best going to serve me? How is this going to help me? And in talking about connection with my girls and my Elevate girls is really we're talking about because it's back to school parenting, you know, like how parenting is so important and even a deeper look into the relationship that we have with ourselves. And Becky um, Kennedy's book is called Good Inside. So she's really teaching us how to see the good inside of our kids, see them, and then use behavior as a window, not just like think they're bad because of their behavior, but know that that behavior is just a clue to what is inside their feelings, their thoughts, their, their urges, all those things. That's what she wants you to see. But I also want to take an idea from life coaching school from my teacher, Brooke Castillo. And she talks about, she was offering these five, these 10 rules for life that she's like, if I, if no one even knew what life coaching was, and I wanted to explain to them what I help people do in ways that I really think can improve their life, these are the top 10. And one of the five things, or what number five on the list was, it only takes one person to improve a relationship, dot, dot, dot. And that person was you. <laughs> and I want us to think about that, that a lot of times when we're in a relationship, or we want to be in a relationship, or we are just, in a family relationship. So we're forced to be in a relationship, right? Is that we think there's two people so that we both have to change or most of the time we just think the other person has to change. And I want to unwind this a little bit in ways of seeing this off. I'm going to offer you, offer you some suggestions and different thoughts and I want you to, if possible, be curious and pull away a little bit. And that, you know, I, ta- I call this a zooming in or zooming out. So we get really zoomed in when our relationships and, um, We will say something and just naturally we think we should be right. And the other person will say something and we think they're wrong, unless we do the work of like filtering through that. And that that's the work we do inside life coaching is understanding what's happening for them and what's understanding what's happening for us. And in Dr. Becky's book, she calls it good inside. She's like, and she has this one of her rules is two things can be true. So if two things can be true, um, we let the other people have their opinion and we have our opinion and we try to understand the other person's opinion and we don't try to convince them that we're right. So if, if we are trying to convince and we're like, no, this is the right way. We know that we think only one thing is true. And that way either I'm right or they're right. Most of the time I want to be right. <laughs> so then with that situation, we get very judgmental. We're very reactive. And the, the mode is very intense, you know, and is what she talks about in her in her book. Is that it feels like there's assault on your own truth when someone is saying to you, "Like here's my opinion; it's not your opinion." If we're not careful, we think they are. Like we begin to make it attacking us that we aren't seen and heard, and what we what we're saying isn't valid. And it goes much deeper. We think, you know, I, I talked about the second ago is we think that we're t- arguing about something, but we're really we're arguing about being seen and being heard. And like, no, you need to hear my opinion. But when we pull back a little bit and we say two things are true. We are, we are curious and we're accepting of someone else's experience and it feels like the opportunity to get to know someone better. And we don't ever have to agree, quote unquote, have to switch our opinion to their opinion. And that's the thing that I want to offer you is that someone can have an opinion and you can have an opinion and it can be completely different. But when we can hold the space that is, as Becky Kennedy talks about in her book, that two things are true, they can have their truth and we can have our truth. And We, For some reason, so much of this contention and divisiveness, I feel like, happening in this world is that we want to convince everyone to come to see what we believe. Like, this is, I I know I'm right. And then you're wrong. Instead of like, listen, you can have yours. Like, I'm going to understand you. I'll connect with you. I'm going to understand what's happening for you. Then we can drop a lot of that judgment, a lot of that reactiveness. And be curious and get to know someone, get to know like why they say the things they're saying, understand like maybe why they feel the way they feel. And we, doesn't mean we ever have to go and think the way they think. And I think so many times that's what we, what we're scared of is that like, I'm not going to be seen and heard. Then they're going to be seen and heard. And you just want to drop everything and be like, I want to see and hear them. And I know like we get to a place where we start working on being good inside ourselves. Like, I know I can continue to think what I want to think and still love them. And hear what they want to do. So when I go back to what what my teacher was saying, Brooke Castillo, that the only person that really needs to improve is is you. We question like, what? Why does the other person have to change, right? Why don't they have to change and and think the way I do? And is what we talk about and what we talked a lot about in certification is um, we call it like a manual. So another way of just saying that is that we, if we're not careful, we think everyone should think the way we think. Emmanuel means like, we, like with a spouse, we're like, well, you know, if I think that you should be easygoing and like, not care as much about having like the socks done. Right. It's always like our argument with my husband. It's funny. We've gotten a lot better over it, but we used to be like, he's like, why can't you just not match the socks? Right. <laughs> and we can understand like, I'm like, what? Like, I, you know, I finally was, wasn't heated in the situation where he needed the socks in the morning. I'm like, can you explain this to me a little bit more? And he just like, He just thinks that that would be a nice thing to do. It would make him get ready to go to work and make it like a lot easier for him. And that, you know, he he perceived that I would have time. Like, so I just got to understand why he would want that to be so important for him. And it helped me understand him. Do I match the socks more? I mean, I understand where he's coming from. I I don't always do it more. But... Like I didn't have to change. Like I don't personally have to change if I don't want to. He doesn't have to change, but I just understood where he was coming from. And I, and understanding, I wanted to make it more of a priority because I understood him. And when we, we don't hold space for two things to be true, then if I just have to be right that I'm too busy and I don't have time to do that, I don't even get to hear the other side of the story. Right. And I've had this come up so many times with either through coaching or with my clients or talking with friends that I will I will, I love to observe situations now. I'll watch interactions and I will see people just get fired up when it, we talk about religion, diet, medicine, politics. <laughs> kind of heated subjects. <laughs> Very divisive in this day and age. I'll probably add to the list, but those ones I've already noticed. And one person will say something and then the other person's completely opposite and they will fire up. And I'm like, this is so intriguing to me. And I can see that they convincingly want one person to be right in the situation. And if one person has to be right, then the other has to be wrong. And that means if you're wrong, oftentimes we just think that I'm bad. I'm not seen, I'm not heard. My, my is completely invalid. And so I've just been so intrigued to like watch both go back and forth and, to offer later on, if people were like, what went wrong? What happened? Right. Is just to just like unwind what was going on. And when we can pull back a little bit, it's sometimes really hard in the situation when we both are just really passionate about something. I'm very much included in a food conversation. (laughs) I noticed my own self after the fact, (laughs) I was super passionate and I was getting really worked up. And then I can pull back and just realize like, yeah, like I thought I had to be right in the situation. And I wasn't at a place where two things were true. I wasn't in a place of understanding. And I definitely didn't get to a place of connection. But when we pull back far enough, the reason why I want to just all of this to matter and why I want to really want to share this today is because I want us to sometimes we get really caught up in the weeds, right? Of like, like, I'm right, you're wrong. But what do we really want with these people that are right and wrong? I mean, we may say that we want to be right. But If there's something, I mean, there's, if there's people in the life we want to be right about, we obviously have some sort of connection to them. And if we pull back enough to be like, what is this, what is this all about? We can be like, they want to be heard and seen just like me. And maybe we don't want to be connected like best friends if it's not a spouse or a child, but if it's someone, you know, just on the internet, if we can put ourselves and we can give ourselves compassion and grace, be like, what would I want in this situation? We, I think we'll come out to a better, better outcome. <laughs> I've asked that multiple times to people. I'm like, what would you want someone to do in this situation? What would you want someone to offer you in a situation where it was feeling, you know, contentious and there was a lot of divisiveness and it was getting very heated? Like, what would you want someone to offer you? And most of the time we want them to offer us compassion and grace and like, oh, they see, this is a very important thing to them. Instead of coming at them and attacking them and putting up our defenses, right? So when we talk about the manual and we talk about, our perspective, our perception of things and our perspective. It's like, we want our spouse to do this, this, and this, and this. And oftentimes we don't even tell them they want them. We want them to do this, but also times we, we get angry if they don't do it. So if they don't do a behavior, we attach our emotion to their behavior. And that, that, that puts us at a pretty disempowered place. If we want our husband to take out the garbage and he doesn't do it, then we're like, well, I guess I gotta be mad at my husband. Although, although if we could just be like, I want my husband to take out the garbage. And if he doesn't do it, like. I could do the garbage myself, right? Or just be like, if you don't do, you know, I want you to take out the garbage and we can offer them or ask them to do it. And then we can decide if they do that. But if we attach our emotions to what they do or don't do, that puts it in a disempowered place. Even with those, even with our children, we can say like, I want you to do your homework. And if they don't do it, we're going to be mad. We can be like, I want you to do your homework. If you don't do your homework, then you'll get your phone taken away, but I don't have to be mad anymore. Right? So when we have manuals that are unstated to people, mostly it's what it is, is it's our perception of what someone should do. And if they don't, we get mad. But instead, when we pull back and we're like, I'm going to let them have their opinion. I'm going to have my opinion. I'm going to realize the only person that can change is me because I'm going to let them say and do the things they want to, because, you know, obviously they are going to do it because they're human and they're going to make their own choices. And then I'm going to decide, what, what I'm going to, how I'm going to interpret that, right? I'm going to decide how I'm going to interpret that and how I'm going to respond instead of just like whatever they do, if I attach my emotions, then I'm going to be reactive. And in the bigger picture of all this, it actually keeps us at a m- much more peaceful place, keeps us calmer, and it keeps us open to understanding. It keeps us open to more connection when we get device and there's like so much Contention, we don't come to an understanding. We get further and further away, right? So I just want us to think about this that we are set up for connection. We are set up, we are designed innately to be connected with people. And when we get to a place where only one thing can be true, or when we have manuals, meaning like you need to do basically the way that I perceive it, we, we, shut ourselves down we first of all disempower ourselves we get very judgmental and those are not a place we want to live from because there is other options for us and that is to allow others to think the way they want to allow ourselves to think the way we want to and feel the way we want to without attaching it to someone else and that's the big thing is if we allow others to be themselves we allow we allow ourselves to be ourselves we then can improve a relationship we then Cannot be attached to everything they do. We let there's a there's a difference between the behavior and the identity of someone. We separate those two. And we get to a place where we can offer two truths. We can offer the opinion of others and we can allow them to have it. When we do this work, it really does provide a place for connection. It defi- it provides a place for curiosity, it provides a place for compassion and offering, um, as she talks about in the book that we're studying this next month, it call it's it's um, MGI's, the most generous interpretation is we look at it in a generous way. And if we're not careful, instinctually, we wanna look at it as more judgmental way, you know, like this is the way I want it. But when we pull back enough to be like, well, let me look at this in a generous way. And when we think generous, we think of someone that is giving, that is kind, that is that is wanting to see the good, right? And when we can offer it that way, we begin to drop what we call a manual for others. That's what we call it in life coaching. We drop that manual and we see it as best as we can from their eyes or we understand it from their eyes. We get a lot more leverage and we don't have to attach their behavior to our, the way we feel. We get to let them behave the way we want to. We decide how we want to feel. We get to come to a relationship in a better way. We get to improve it. We get to have this connection that we truly want. And then we get to move on with our life. We don't get stuck in all the frustration and the anger and all the things that comes up. So I want you to try this and it's probably, if you haven't ever done this, it sounds really simple, but most of the time it just takes observing where we're at. It takes observing, like, how does this work? And I will just leave you with this last example is that I just have this today and, um, there I go to church with people and I like the people I go to church with, but sometimes people offer suggestions there that I actually just like, they're not that's my same opinions and I love these people. So I don't want to like ruin a relationship and I'm going to be frustrated at it. But I just saw myself today saying like, allowing them to have their opinion and allowing myself to have the opinion and not making it mean that something was wrong with them or that my opinion was wrong, but actually trying to understand where they were coming from. And it was so wonderful because I got to hear their side of the story and I got to just see more so their perspective and what they were thinking and feeling and more so hear them. And then, and then I wasn't even frustrated because I'm like, oh, this is just their perception of things. And I, and I still didn't really necessarily agree with what they started with, but I was just so happy to got to know them a little bit better. And then the conversation moved on and I didn't stay with any weird feelings or I wasn't attaching to what they said to how I need to feel. And it was just such a sense of freedom. And I felt like it just connected me on another level with these people that have slightly different opinions of me. And I felt like there was an improvement on my end with the relationship, which is another key is that it is never anyone's decision to improve a relationship. And no one actually can help our happiness to feel better except for us. Because even if they change the behavior, it's still how we interpret it. So we are always the one. It's always the interpretation that creates the feeling. And we are always in charge of the interpretation. So we're always the one creating the feeling what we want it to be. So try all these out. (laughs) Try some of these thoughts out, some of these suggestions and tell me, you know, you can get on camibanks.com and you can leave me a message there. You can get on Camibanks coaching, but I'd love for you to share how that, how, if you try this, if you allow there for be two things that are true, or if you allow others to have their own opinion while keeping yours, or if you're willing to drop a manual, meaning like they don't, everyone doesn't have to do exactly what you think in your head. And if they don't do it right, they're wrong. I want you to tell me what this is like for you and if it does change anything for you, because I know for me, once I've started working these things, the relationships that matter the most to me have changed so significantly. And I really don't even know what the people on the other end have changed or if I've just been able to see it different, but regardless, the things that matter the most to me are the people that I love. So this work, besides that I get to offer all the help tools and all the different things that go with it. This for me has been the most life-changing and that I would want to offer to all of you because I know that there's relationships in your life that matter and I want you to try this out on them. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's going to make you get out of your comfort zone because you're going to see things different and that always feels like it gets out of our comfort zone. But I want you to keep doing it. I want you to keep trying and until I talk to you again, keep elevating. All right, I'll be back again next week. Bye-bye.
1: How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate and I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans, and if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live treats. So we do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our life. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you you can get onto my website at cammybanks.com, that's Cammy with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at cammybankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I will love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.